You're listening to the Quality of Love Podcast. Your home for all things love, relationship, and mental health. Hosted by nationally certified life and relationship coach, Tyrone Dixon. Sit back, relax, and get tips on creating the life you deserve without wasting any more time. Welcome to the Quality of Love podcast. I'm your host, Tyrone Dixon, nationally certified life and relationship coach, husband, father to two beautiful princesses, and CEO and founder of Arosu Concrete Consulting. Thank you guys for taking the time out to listen in with us tonight. We really appreciate it. Tonight, you made it to another Wednesday, so that means you made it to another one of our big Wednesday question and answer episodes. Before we get into our episode tonight, I just want to say if my speech is not coming across clear and concise this evening, I had a filling done earlier and my doctor promised me that it would only be a couple hours before I could regain filling of the right side of my face. And it's been about four hours and I still can barely feel the right side of my face. So if you hear some slurring or or if you hear that my speech might not come across as concise as it usually does, don't worry. It's just a feeling bothering me. But as always, man, you guys know the show must go on. Therefore, I cannot let a little numbness stop me from delivering my Q&A for this Wednesday evening. Today's quote comes from an anonymous author and it reads, if you don't fight for what you want, Don't cry about what you lose. Once again, that quote is, if you do not fight for what you want, don't cry for what you lose. And I really, really enjoy that quote because what it does is it it signifies to me and it says to me that don't stand on the sideline for too long, right? So if, if there's something that you are passionate about, if there's something you care about, if there's something that truly, truly keeps you up at night, whether that's a relationship, something you're passionate about, like a career or a different type of field, make sure you pursue that because at the end of the day, people aren't going to feel sorry for you if you don't end up in a position that you want to be in in life or you don't achieve the goals that you set forth for yourself in life. So don't be that person. Make sure if there's something you're passionate about, something you love, fight for it, risk everything for it, and make sure you're putting your best foot forward. Question number one for today is, how do I heal my relationship with my parents? It's been damaged ever since I told them I was moving out. They won't even look at me and it feels like they could care less if I existed. And that's hurtful. So this person wants to know how they can heal their relationship with their parents and make sure that they have a healthy connection before they move out their home. And to this question, my answer is you may not be able to heal that relationship with your parents at least right away. That might be something that takes time. Um, having been in the position of someone who's moving out of their parents' house, as well as being a parent now, I can kind of see both sides of the coin where your parents may feel like they they you're not ready or you're not mature enough to move out on your own yet. And they may look at you or view you as their baby. So they want to keep you kind of within their within their sphere of influence for as long as possible, whereas you want to establish your independence. I would just simply speak to my parents uh, and this may not help like may not be successful for you, but this would be good to get it out of your system, right? I would speak to them and let them know that they did an amazing job raising you and they did an amazing job helping you feel confident and comfortable enough to move out on your own. 
And hopefully that helps um, because, you know, your parents, are, they look at you a certain way, right? Being a parent and having children is it's just different. It's difficult to explain. It's difficult to to explain that feeling of always wanting to be your child's protector. But from the perspective of the child, I invite you to have a conversation with them and let them know all of the awesome things they've done as parents so far. But you're ready to make that move and you're ready to establish your own independence and kind of start charting your own path and creating your own path. Also provide them with a little reassurance, right? You guys did an amazing job as parents. You did a great job. So I'm very, very confident in being able to live and step out on my own, right? So give them that little pat on the back, man. After all, uh, parenthood is very, very difficult. And if you've gotten to a position where you can move out on your own and start to pay your own bills and things along that line, they definitely did something right. Question number two, I'm in a relationship with a married woman. She's not happy. She's happy with me, her true love. We've known each other for 10 years. I was in a relationship and now I'm not. She wants to leave her husband and she wants security with me. How can I help her with that? So it sounds like a gentleman is dating a married woman who is on the verge of leaving her husband and he wants to know what he can do to help with her security. Sir, uh, this is a dangerous game. I'll just say that just being very frank with you. I think you're playing a very, very dangerous game when you talk about someone who's giving themselves to another person um, in marriage. On, on several occasions or several fronts, right? So the first front is the fact that if she's comfortable enough to step outside of her relationship or her marriage, uh, which is a sacred bond, if she's comfortable enough to step outside of her marriage with you right now, you got to be real with yourself and not be naive and understand that if if something else catches her eye down the line or if if a new neurological pathway opens up for another person, then you could be on the end or you could be in the shoes of her husband right now. The second thing is that that is an extremely emotionally charged situation, thinking about it from the perspective of a man right now. I know you're a man and sometimes we get into situations where we're like, no, we're better than him. We're not like him or we're not like them, but really try to be empathetic for her husband, right? Think about if you were in a situation in which your wife was cheating on you and kind of you didn't know you had no idea. And eventually at some point in time, she just came to you and said, okay, uh, such and such, I'm no longer interested in being in a relationship with you. I like this gentleman and I'm going to carry on a relationship with him. And we were kind of cheating and doing having an affair behind your back, right? Really sit with yourself and ask yourself that question. And I'm sure there, there'd be a lot of emotions involved in that, right? So think about it from that gentleman's perspective and, and try to be a little empathetic. To answer your question, though, how you would be able to help her with security, I'm not sure. You got to really look at this situation, right? If she didn't feel secure with her husband, what can you bring to the table that that would make her feel secure, right? There's something obviously that you're doing now that makes her feel like it's okay to step outside of her relationship. So I would say, or I would invite you to continue to do those things and just be mindful and careful that this situation that you're involved in is extremely emotionally charged and someone's going to get hurt. And hopefully that harm does not end up with anybody being in jail or seriously injured. Question number three, can a relationship work if you go from relationship to relationship without a break? Can a relationship work if you keep bouncing from relationship to relationship without a break? 
I think there are, in some cases, relationship can work that way. The main thing about going from relationship to relationship that I always remind people to be mindful of is yourself, right? I always talk about love being an individual choice and that's it's the same for relationships, right? Where are you in terms of your being willing to be receptive to a relationship, right? Are you holding on to any baggage from that previous relationship? That would be my main question. If you're not holding on to any baggage from the previous relationship, you guys end it amicably, um, I would say go for it, right? As long as you're not holding any baggage or there's nothing that would not allow you to be fully present for your new partner, I don't think there's anything wrong with going from relationship to relationship. It's when people haven't healed from previous relationships and they hop back into another one that I think you start to run into the danger zone, right? Then you start to lose your own identity and and within a relationship and then also personally, right? So that's my advice for hopping from relationship to relationship. If you're ready for that and you're at a mature spot in life, absolutely go for it. Question number four, apparently talking about your exes on the first date doesn't work well and does not typically land you a second date. What's wrong with that, right? Why isn't there any second date option for me, especially if the behavior was small and easily modified? So this woman wants to know what's the big deal about talking about your ex during dates and why someone, why her previous dates are not comfortable with having that discussion. Uh, I think you, you're asking for an awkward situation to come about if you start talking about your ex in a new date or on a date, right? A lot of people project confidence and they're not confident. And in that situation, that can put people in a, in a situation or a position, excuse me, where they're questioning themselves like, okay, why would you want to come out on a date with me? And you're thinking about your ex or you're having discussions about your ex. And in most cases, at least with people that I've worked with in the past, they want to leave the past in the past, right? So no one wants to talk about their ex or your ex, right? And then subconsciously, you bringing your ex into the conversation forces them to feel like they have to talk about their previous relationships, putting people in an awkward spot, like I said earlier. So I would definitely avoid having conversations about my ex-lover on new dates, because that's a pretty good chance that you're not going to get a second date. And then the other piece of that, if you're if you're constantly bringing up your ex on dates with new men, then I, I would invite you to do some deep diving and deep digging to discover if you're truly over your ex, right? That that may be something that you're kind of glancing over and, and you're not over your ex, right? This is why subconsciously you keep talking about them. So it's subconsciously you're bringing them up on new dates when you're looking to establish new relationships, right? That you might not be over that person and there's nothing wrong with that, right? And I'll add another piece to that. There's nothing wrong with that. And that may be hindering you from having those second dates, right? So make sure you flush that X all the way out of your system before you start to go on dates. And I can guarantee you that the less you have conversations about X's and eliminating them totally, the more likely you are to have a second date. Question number five, are people in the mental health profession trying to do the impossible All the work psychiatrists and other mental health workers do hasn't made society any healthier, healthier, excuse me, mental illnesses aren't going away. I think personally, just speaking from my perspective, I I don't think we're doing the impossible. I work in, in not mental health specifically, but an area of mental health working with youth. 
I don't think that we're doing the impossible or trying to do the impossible. Right now, mental health is really just becoming a topic of discussion, right? Um, in a lot of cases, as we were, at least from my my childhood, as we were growing up, this was considered stigma or taboo and not, we weren't allowed to have these conversations. So it may seem like we're doing the impossible or trying to do the impossible, but if you look at it and in, in most mental health professionals will tell you this as well. We do make a very, very big impact on lives of not only adults, but youth as well. Right. And the fact that we've gotten to a point where mental health is a part of a daily discussion, almost that's that's a huge win for psychiatrists and people that do mental health work. So um, it may seem like the impossible, but it's not. It's some great stuff being done. Right before I sat down to record the content for this show, I got a inbox from a, a person that I know. And in the inbox, they asked me my opinion on a post that a woman made. And in the post, it said, um, my husband is upset because my ex, or I should say my husband is upset because I went on a date with my ex. And now he's boohoo crying and mad throwing temper tantrums. Then the woman proceeded to say, boy, go cry, quote unquote, boy, go cry in the corner somewhere. I needed that closure. And the question was, what do I feel about that conversation and how do I feel about that woman's approach to that conversation? I would say for me personally, that's a huge red flag for me. Right. If if I went forward and married you, I'm expecting you to have at least cleared all of the baggage or the closure that you needed from previous relationships. The fact that this woman decided to go on a date um, unbeknownst to her husband and the date was her ex, regardless if he was going to jail for the rest of his life or not. I just think that that's there's some real red flags there. Right. There there's some things that I'm not going to accuse her of anything. Obviously, I wasn't there, but there's some things that that you guys or those two should have talked about prior to that. Um, and personally, my personal opinion and I mean no offense to anyone, this is just how I feel and how I operate. If I had gotten that far in a relationship with my wife and she said that she needed closure, that's a red flag for me and that's no longer a relationship that I could probably give my all to. And again, I know that sounds harsh, but for me, um, I spent a lot of time in my life questioning things, right? So questioning um, relationships, questioning situations, questioning just a lot. I've been fortunate enough within the past few years to come upon a situation where I don't question anything in my life, right? I move forward and I just move accordingly. And that is so much of a liberated feeling, right? That I never want to drift back into a spot where I got to question you. I say all that to say this. If I had to question my wife or if, if my a neurological pathway opened in my brain and there begin questions begin to flow in about fidelity and her not having closure, I don't think I could be a part of that relationship or fully commit myself to that relationship. Right. Again, that's just my personal opinion. I am not here to judge anyone. Today's Big Wednesday episode is once again sponsored by Humble Fit and Saran Miller. Man, I cannot tell you guys how much 
his shoes or how comfortable his shoes are. I made a post on Facebook recently, man, but I've not worked out in any other shoes besides the Humble Fit 315s. If you have not gotten your pair yet, I highly recommend you either get a pair or shop. He has top quality merchandise. His prices are phenomenal and it's second to none. I cannot tell you guys enough. Also, from now until the 15th of September, Saran is doing a custom pair of shoes. So you can customize shoes any way you want, right? So you see me on my social media handles and also on uh, my Twitter and whatnot with the 315s on. He's allowing from now until the 15th of September, anybody who reaches out, and of course the link will be in the bio, reaches out to him or reaches out to contact him can have a personalized pair of sneakers can't beat that right guys so once again shop with Sharon at humble fit where his slogan is rise win repeat that's all we have for our big wednesday episode today remember you guys are always more than welcome to hit us up at tqlp20 at gmail.com with any questions that you guys have about relationships mental health and the likes once again that email address is tqlp20 at gmail.com or feel free to hit us up on our facebook the quality of love podcast as always guys remember the quality of love and relationships that you have in your life will determine the quality of your life. Peace and love.